Just know you're not alone Cause I'm gonna make this place your News Radio 840 WHAS. Good Sunday morning. Bob Sikolder, the Louisville Real Estate Show. As we head towards the, slowly head towards the end of May, we're here with you till the top of the hour. With us, some great folks. Kevin Dissler over at Pitt and Frank Attorneys. You can pick the attorney you want to close your loan. And I highly recommend Kevin Dissler and all the folks over at Pitt and Frank Attorneys at 895-9900. Good to see you, Kevin. Hey, good morning, Bob. Good morning. Also here, back by popular demand, ladies and gentlemen, in for Randy Rocky, it's Jennifer Bach, who is over at Swan Financial. You can reach Jennifer on her cell phone at 649-7382. Good to have you here. Thank you. And my son, Greg, who does our photography, our marketing, and so much more. And uh, we appreciate everybody listening to us on this Sunday morning. All right, let's start off. Reports uh, that uh, half of the homes that are selling are selling above list price. This is just unbelievable yep. to anybody who's in the industry. That's we know this is happening. And if you're listening, you may be shocked. Home buyers are facing relentless competition in the housing market, driven by low mortgages rates and inventory. Jennifer, I know you can't necessarily talk about rates um, because they can change on a dime, but where are they about right now? Have you seen them go up or go down? No, they've only been fluctuating very minor up and down just based on kind of the day-to-day. So we're still staying in the low threes, which is still phenomenal. And bidding wars are intensifying in areas. For example, Boise, Idaho, last year, three or four offers on a home, now more than 20. Earlier this spring, if you're with us on this show on a regular basis, you heard us talk about a house in Dallas drew 97 offers. Not showing yeah, I, remember, I remember a couple episodes back, we used to joke about how in other parts of the country, things were going for 50000 over cash. And now it's happening here. And yeah. it's happening a lot. And, and you're going to hate this, Jennifer, and every mortgage loan officer will. More buyers paying cash to win bidding wars. Oh, yeah. I had an agent uh, actually win a bid out of 32 this week out in Crestwood. And it was all cash and I think 50000 over. Wow. 50, that might have been the offer we got over. beat on. We had cash offer. We were 50000 over. Somebody else came even higher with cash. And at that point, we talked about, is this worth it? And we, our buyer said, absolutely not. We're, we don't, this is, we've pushed our max. So, exactly. So for those of you on the fence go, well, I'd like to sell, but I don't know where I'm going to get my next house because the market is so hot. I just finished a video that's being pushed out on reverse contingencies and extended closings. So this may soothe your fears. Uh, if you want, send me an email, bob at we sell louisville.com and say in the subject line, send me the video and I'll send you a link for you to review. No obligation, no cost, just for your information. So the, the all cash deals uh, compromise 20% of sales over the ta- past uh uh, two months of this year. It's up 5%. Kevin, in closings over at Pitt and Frank, are you seeing more and more cash deals? Are you are you agreeing with what's sure. happening around the country? Yeah, it's it's more and more cash deals. If you remember back in like 09 and 2010, where the only things you could close were cash deals and the percentages got up to almost a third. Mm. We're not quite there yet, but I think that our percentages kind of mirror what you were just talking about. And, and also not only cash, but, and I think we were talking about this before, a lot of investors, a lot of investment money coming yeah. in, buying for cash, sight unseen, and they're going to turn them into rental properties just because the return is so good. 
Yeah, we've got more on that in a couple of minutes, in fact. Uh, the problem, of course, is the interest rates are down, the inventory is down, and builders are having a tough time keeping up with demand in many ways. Skyrocketing costs for lumber and other building materials are jeopardizing the affordability in the well, new home costs market. And delays. Delays. I, my, uh, one of my good trim guys, who I was just out at a uh, new list, new construction, doing some photography. Yeah, he's out three weeks on lumber on certain cases. So they're taking lumber that they have in house, stripping it and then using it on jobs, but having to charge up for labor because it takes some cost more time. So all this is ramping up into what we see what's going on. Lumber prices jumping more than 300 percent since April a year ago and prices for other materials such as steel, concrete, gypsum, escalating costs of lumber and the impact on new home construction have dominated real estate headlines. Hopefully you've seen those wherever you're getting your news from, but yet a load of this, they have added nearly $36,000 to the average price of a new home and 13,000 more to a multifamily unit. Some builders are even adding escalation clauses to contracts to protect their bottom line, which is a real problem. So let's talk about this from a legal standpoint, Kevin, if a buyer isn't working with an agent, they're kind of fair game for builders. The builder puts an escalation clause and the buyer misses it. So let's say the escalation clause on lumber or supplies raises the price of the house 20000 and the buyer's already put money down that's non-refundable. Uh, legally, anything that a buyer can do. No, not really. It's, it's just who, when they sit down to sign the contracts, a lot of the builders, because they don't want to take the risk of the price increase, yeah. so they want the buyer to but then the question is once you start the project what if you have runaway costs who's going to bear that risk and it will be the buyer and that's one of the reasons that it's difficult because a lender uh, like swan do you want to lend for someone for new construction where the price tag is not known in that you know if the lumber costs like you mentioned go up 300 percent all of a sudden their numbers that they've approved for the loan are off so they're a little bit hesitant to loan on that so you're finding Cash buyers of new construction, the builders are putting the risk of increases on the buyer, and you better have deep pockets. You can try to put a cap on it, yeah. but the builder may, if you don't take it, there's but someone else in line. Something our it. builder does, he, um, he'll, he'll build in, one of the guys we work with, he'll build in X amount. So he'll say, we're gonna, I'm going to overestimate, okay, when we price out this home, this is what we, we typically do, overestimate, overshoot, and then put a cap. Anything above this cost is going to be, if, if something happens, is going to go to the buyer. Um, and, 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 you know, this is why having a good agent, a good relationship, we have the ability to back out um, with our builder and get your refundable deposit back because of the relationships. But um, in most cases, most people don't. Like Bob said, if you don't have an agent, you're a whim of the builder. But doing that, doing that and then hopefully if, if you get to closing and it didn't cost that much, the good builders will give you a credit back. Some will pocket that, but if you have a good relationship with a good agent and you know your contract going through and they set you up properly, then you can get some of that as a credit back or put that into some overages that you might want to do. And Jennifer, let's just say you've got a buyer who's doing a, a new construction. Mm-hmm. They're going to have to come out of pocket with the difference in price because they may only be approved for X amount of dollars 
for a loan, correct on that? Absolutely. It goes back to their debt to income ratio. I mean, some people might have a little bit of wiggle room to be able to go up, but sometimes people are kind of at that max already. So yeah, they would absolutely have to come up with that out of pocket. So that's a real problem for anybody who is thinking about building. It's not just local, it's all around the country. And so be a, be very aware of that. And there's another problem that you may fight, uh, f- face, whether it's building a house or maybe even redecorating your home, which is popular these days there's an inventory shortage and it continues new home buyers uh, continue to scramble to find appliances and furniture as manufacturing shortages loom and what's more the shortage are shortages aren't expected to ease anytime soon and in some cases they're delaying transactions from closing so and and i don't know how often it's another another thing we see we when we're doing these new construction homes Builders are getting wanting to get orders in. Literally, once they start framing, you got to have your appliance orders in because some some like we had one that's getting ready to close this Friday where they tried to tell us that the now the appliances that were ordered three months ago are back ordered till September or October in some yeah. cases. Yeah. Thankfully, the companies that we're working with had some things in the warehouse. The clients are saying, "Okay, let's just do this," and they're getting deals cut because. You know, this is the way we got to you got to close it's, and you're going to wait. Nearly 90 percent of home builders reported that they were having trouble obtaining appliances over the last six months, according to a newest survey from the National Association of Home Builders. And one of the suggestions, Greg, which is exactly what you just said, is to avoid shortage related delays. Buyers may look for the most popular models or for units in stock, just of avoiding special orders. Walk in, don't be, oh, yeah, I got to have this or I got to have that. Well, it may not happen. Just going, what do you got? I'll take it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, this right. is again, again, this is why you have to have the good relationships and the teams of, of the, from the loan officers at the start to the agents with the relationship with the builders to the vendors that, that will sit there and say, oh, we've worked with them before. Let's move mountains to make sure we don't disappoint this client. And they will do that based off of your relationships. By the way, if you want to see a replay of this show, you might have heard something that sparks an interest or want to tell your friends about it to, uh, to listen because it may help them. Go to LouisvilleAnswers.com. That's LouisvilleAnswers.com. It's a replay. It'll take you to our YouTube channel. Of course, if you want to get a hold of me with any information, I'm more than happy to help you. Uh, 376-5483. Kevin mentioned earlier about bidding wars and um, how it may not be another buyer looking to purchase a home. New report out uh, that in a subdivision north of Houston, uh, was a home that was being sought after, and there were a big rise of investors as a purchaser, not just a home buyer. And that appears to be a new force in the housing market. And uh, do we know D.H. Horton, a builder, built yes. 124 houses yep. in Conroe, Texas, rented them out, and then put the whole community, which is called Amber Pines at Foster's Ridge, on the block. A who's who's of investors and home rental firms flocked to the sale in December of last year. So See, it's, it's, it's kind of gone from a, a mom and pop business where you have a couple of rental houses uh, for your for your retirement or a fourplex. Now the big money guys are coming in and they're, and they're actually in this community as well. And what you'll find, they've got cash, they've got quick clothes, and they actually overpay in, in sometimes. But their whole thing is, they, the rental rate is enough because rental rates are going up here as well that they can borrow money cheaply. And if they get a, you know, 8% return on 3% money, they're making big money. 
Yep. So you're, yep. you're competing against those folks out there too. Let's talk about FHA because that's one thing that uh, an investor won't be doing is using an FHA oh, loan. Yeah. And we've talked about this in past weeks, Jennifer, but it keeps coming back up. And I think a lot of agents who listen to this show have the same feeling that if we have buyers approved with an FHA loan, their contract is less likely to be accepted by a seller because of this theory that there's something wrong with an FHA loan. Is there anything that you can tell a seller that would quell their fears of handling or working with a buyer that has an FHA loan? Yeah. So the, the stigma out there for the FHA is obviously, I think people have the assumption that FHA is for the hard to buy borrowers, really bad credit. That is the case for some, but like we talked last week, sometimes the FHA rates might be a little bit better than the conventional rate on any given day. So sometimes those buyers will go into those type of loans just to be able to get that payment low, get into the home. So the big thing that we talked about last week too, is having the loan officer talking to that seller or the listing agent and going over as much as they can without giving up too much of the personal information of the client, letting them know Mm -hmm. that that's a solid buyer. And with the FHA, you're going to, the only difference is going to be the appraisal portion of it where they might be a little bit um, tougher on certain things as far as like peeling paint and stuff like that, but very simple things to repair. We're hearing from agents on our team and around the city that if you have a buyer who puts in an FHA offer, then don't expect it to be accepted by the, the seller because if a, a conventional offer comes in or even a VA offer, they're going to go in that direction versus FHA. Kevin, could it, could it possibly be more of a stigma though with, with agents well, it, than it is action? It's no, it's happening. Thing more so, yeah. you know, it's happening. And I'm just thinking legally from, from the legal level, Kevin, is it wrong? Uh, I guess it has to be really because seller to not accept an FHA offer. Yeah. I, you know, I think it is. It's not one of those categories of discrimination. You know, here in Louisville, you have different, uh, they've expanded the category source of income. We've talked about that a little bit, which you, you can't discriminate based on that. But the source of financing, as far as I know, um, if, you, if, if you think that cash is always king versus any type of other product that you're presented with, I think you can discriminate. I, it just gets down to if it's about money, and ease of getting uh, to the closing table, I think that you're within your right to do that as a seller. I, I think not, you're right. Yeah. Like we're talking about a protected class that can get this type yeah. of loan. Anybody can get the loan. There's no discrimination on who can get the loan. It's just this has, this is best terms. This is the good terms. This is the not the best terms. And that's kind of how it falls down. It just um, feel bad for buyers who are FHA buyers. They're typically new and first-timers or their credit rating has been jeopardized at one point. And, and Jennifer, is there anything that a buyer can do that can only get FHA loans to go to a conventional? Uh, is it improving their credit rating, borrowing money from parents, anything along those lines? The only thing that's going to get them out of if it's based on their credit is going to be able to get that credit score up. Well, it's more about terms. You, you know, FHA, there's money that... Terms and relationships. We have won many an offer with an FHA buyer against multiple bids, maybe not cash, you know, when they're going over the top, but with terms and relationships, you can win an offer. If you want to see what uh, sellers are saying about us, head to LouisvilleSellersTalk.com. If you want to read what our reviews are like, one of the places to go is uh, LouisvilleZillow.com. And again, a rebroadcast of the show, just head to LouisvilleAnswers.com. We're going to take a break when we come back. 
we've got four big important incentives for homeowners to sell right now. With us here in on the air during our COVID shows, Kevin Disler, Pitt and Frank Attorneys, 895-9900. In for Randy Rocky over at Swan Financial, Jennifer Buck, who's at 649-7382. My son, Gregor, does our marketing, photography, and so much more. And you can reach me, Bob Sekolder, anytime at 376-5483. We're back in a moment on News Radio 840 WHAS. Need a home loan or refinancing? You need to talk to Randy Rocky at Swan Financial. Why have they become so popular? Because of our programs, our service, and our competitive rates. And now listen to this new program from Swan Financial. Yes, we have a 1% down program that also you will get 2% grant money from the investor. Call Randy Rocky today at 866-766-1920. Swan Financial, NMLS 2473 and 26362. Equal housing opportunity. Call for additional cost information, other restrictions may apply. Pitt and Frank has long served your real estate closing needs throughout the Louisville and Southern Indiana area, including our newest location in Oldham County across from the Southeast Christian Church in Crestwood. But did you know that Pitt and Frank can assist you with your estate planning and long-term care needs? Don't leave your loved ones the burden of being unprepared. There are solutions available to protect assets and income as well as plan for your long-term care. Call us today at Pitt and Frank. 502-895-9900. That's 502-895-9900. In the real estate market, sellers and buyers have great expectations. And as a real estate agent, you take pride in fulfilling them. But some things are beyond your control. So what can you do? Choose Home Warranty of America's 13-month plans. HWA plans cover the home buyer against any breakdowns or repairs, keeping you and your clients safe from any covered claims. We offer comprehensive plans with competitive pricing, and our dedicated team will work with you every step of the way. To learn more, contact HWA today. Hi, I'm Barbara Corcoran. I'm constantly asked by news sources how to best navigate today's real estate market. I call the brightest agents in the business to get their input. Hi, Bob. What's going on in Louisville? Hi, Barbara. The Louisville real estate market is hotter than we've ever seen it. I'm so happy to hear that. With our exclusive marketing plan, we can get sellers top dollar right now. Get the best advice from my friend, Bob Sekoler. Go to WeSellLouisville.com. Be safe and smart. News Radio 840 WHAS. We're here with you till the top of the hour. Our Louisville Real Estate Show. I'm Bob Sekoler. Thank you, Barbara Corcoran. Shark Tank fame. She does a great job when she's on Shark Tank. Uh, you can reach me anytime at 376-5483. You can get a hold of Kevin Disler and the folks at Pitt and Frank Attorneys uh, anytime at 895-9900. Also, in for Randy Rocky, Swan Financial, Jennifer Bach, who's a loan officer over there. You can reach her directly at 649-7382. And my son, Greg, who does our marketing and photography and so much more. And he's all with you to the top of the hour. So four big incentives for homeowners to sell now. Homeowners don't know if they'll be able to secure their next home before selling, but that's why we're pushing reverse contingencies and extended closings, which will help you secure your home before you officially sell in many of your cases. If you want to know about that, send me an email. I've got a video I just put together. Uh, email bob at com and just put in uh, the subject line. Send me the email and I'll send it right out to you. 
Number two, homeowners don't know if their current home will sell for asking price or top market price. Well, the new study just released by the National Association of Realtors, folks, that bidding wars are at an all-time high. And now listing prices are typically just a starting line for selling. It's never uh, been like this before. It's never be been like this anybody, before. I mean, I, I, I mean, I know I haven't been around that long, but it's never been like this. I've been in since 2004, never saw this like this in any time. Homeowners don't know if they're going to get an offer without their home requiring work or updates. And I would tell you from the bottom of my heart, folks, don't worry about the updates. Have me or another agent in this city come out or in Southern Indiana come out, give you kind of a rundown of staging ideas and then just put it on the market. Uh, you can deal with everything else. The market is so hot. The inventory is so low that a lot of buyers will over, overlook things that might be cosmetic. Let me pose this question for yeah. you. We just had this one we've got coming on the market. And I know what we've already done, but let's say you've got terrible flooring and an easy fix would be to spend, let's say, 10000 Let's 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 give it you know a, a little three-bedroom, two-bath house, 1,500 square foot. You spend five to ten thousand on flooring updates. That could net you in the comps where you're going to comp it out an additional thirty thousand. At that point, and 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 we're going to find out as a market test. At that point, you may want to decide and make sure you have Bob or somebody come out and say, okay, this is worth doing. This is not worth doing. And some things you have material backup costs and anything like that. But that's there's both ways to it. Also, finally, here homeowners don't know if they can have a quick closing process. Kevin, the amount of time it takes to close from purchase to close for both cash and or, and let's bring in Jennifer as well, cash and or a loan. What are you seeing? Because they're saying nationally 18 days down from 20 days earlier this year and 29 days in March of 2020. Oh, sure. That's one of the things we're seeing is there's fewer transactions because there's there's less inventory. But because of the nature of the terms and a lot of buyers waiving things like appraisals, waiving surveys, uh, waiving repairs, waiving inspections, everybody wants them done quicker. Uh, so the closing times, cash, you know, sometimes a week or less. Yeah. Uh, financing where it's based on, I think there's a little bit of a slow process in getting appraisal still. But you're waiting an appraisal, but most of the time the lender will require an appraisal. You may be responsible for what, what it comes in light. But yeah, it's, it's much faster than it used to be. There's a great push to get them done. Jennifer, what can Swan and other loan officers and mortgage companies do? But I know you guys are pretty quick. How quickly can you turn a loan from getting the paperwork in? Well, depending, because we're brokers, so we have about 25 different lenders we go through. Depending on the lender, we choose um, the one I actually prefer, depending on both parties, if sellers and buyers are in a rush and get it done, we can do probably 15 days. If you're going through kind of the uh, down payment assistance programs, you're looking at 30 to 45 days. So let's talk about, because uh, Kevin, you mentioned no inspections at all. It is kind of risky, and we're seeing more and more contracts come in where they're waiving inspections completely. Mm-hmm. From from a legal standpoint, good idea. Do you think that there's pushback that's going to come down the road? No, yeah, I do. It's we we call it to your buyer's remorse. What what you'll do is in the heat of the moment to get that house, uh, even though your professional will sit down and, and suggest you not do things, uh, you do it anyway. And then all of a sudden you wake up thirty or forty five days later, you think you've overpaid for a house. Uh, there are a lot of repairs that need to be done and perhaps you're cash poor. And at that point in time, uh, again, buyer's remorse a little bit. Uh, I think it's a good idea to have an inspection with the kind of a thumbs up, thumbs down. Uh, you don't have the right to ask for any repairs, but you have an inspection done and you can choose to walk away from it fairly quickly after you get the inspection. 
so you don't buy something that's a huge problem. Even if it means not getting the house you really want, because that's what we're seeing, right, Greg? Greg's, Greg's on top of this as well with his wife, Casey. Yeah, well, that's, I mean, that's, a, that's a problem. I mean, what do you do? You want the yeah. house, but then you're taking it uh, quite a bit of risk. You, if you can get your inspection in, and still there's a lot of ways to do this, obviously, reach out and we'll let you know. But one of them is you know, saying you're not going to do repairs above X. Just because there's a lot of people waiving it, again, it doesn't necessarily mean that they have the best offer or the best relationship or the best terms when it comes through the whole contract. And mm-hmm. there are ways to get around that. And, and, and we see this rush to do this, but it, like Bob is asking, at, at the cost of not getting the home? Absolutely. We don't want you to get into a home that you're going to have buyer's remorse with. That's a good agent will hope hopefully help protect you against So speaking of remorse, uh, a new poll that's out, 2,653 U.S. adults surveyed asked about most common regrets about purchasing their current home. 57% said they had no regrets. 16% maintenance and other costs are too high. 9% bought too small of a house. 8% say bad location. 7% say didn't get the best mortgage rate. Well, I guess they didn't talk to Jennifer over at Swan. <laughs> or bought too big of a house, 7%, and mortgage payment is too high, 6%. Well, they must have gone to the wrong location then. So there are some regrets. Yeah, but, bought at the wrong but, time. Yeah. yeah, bought at the wrong time. Few and, and mm-hmm. far between. One of the things I want to just bring up uh, briefly, and, and we're going to get to Kevin wanted to talk about Bitcoin to use to purchase in real estate. So we'll hit that in just a second. But first, (laughs) yeah, yeah, bad week, bad week for that, because they're having some problems this week, past week. So one of the things that we're dealing with and uh, my concerns are, and I'm putting it out there for our industry and for all of you who are agents, you may or may not agree because of COVID, we're limited by our board to one showing at a time at a house which means that if a house comes on the market, let's just say on a Thursday afternoon, it's very possible that those agents who are watching the hot sheet or buyers looking at Zillow and realtor.com and the rest, they see the home, they want to get in it. They put in a request for a showing and within a couple of hours, the 15 minute buffer, don't forget the 15 mm, minute buffer. Oh, in between showings. Yeah. They put in the request for showings and by say Friday evening, they're all booked up for the whole weekend because there is only one showing at a time and there's a 15-minute buffer between showings. So one of the things I'm going to suggest because of the relaxing of some of the guidelines and still keeping masks on, but I think I'm asking the board to reconsider that one showing at a time where it's acceptable by the sellers, seller's agent and buyer's, and buyer's agents to allow multiple showings on very hot houses because sometimes you will eliminate getting a better price for your sellers because you're not getting enough people in there or you can have a higher offer. And at the same time, there are buyers out there who are just really upset because they can't get in to see their house because there are so many people already booked to get in to see that house that they want to see. So I don't know, Kevin, as a legal expert, if you have any thoughts on allowing multiple showings at a time, but I, I just wanted to bring that up pretty quickly. Well, a business owner, the CDC guidelines, like for closings in our office, yeah. um, you know, you've been, if you've been vaccinated, you don't, don't have to have a mask on indoor or outdoor. And we'll typically have six to eight people at a closing table. And on HIPAA, can I even ask everyone if they've been vaccinated? Uh, so I, from a business owner, first thing you're worried about someone getting, getting sick and the other thing is you're worried about getting sued. 
And so if I can't ask if people have been vaccinated and, uh, and yet the guidance says, if you have not been, you're supposed to wear a mask, what are we supposed to do? And in your business too, if they say, if you're vaccinated, you can come in, no mask, two people or two groups to sh- at a showing. How do you confirm that they've been vaccinated? I know you can't ask. It's HIPAA. June 11th, the governor's got new guidelines coming up. Maybe everything changes in a couple of weeks at that point. So, all right. In the remaining time, just we've got a minute or so, Kevin. Uh, Bitcoin in real estate. What are your thoughts? Uh, do we keep clear of that? Because it doesn't sound like it's going to be uh, the, the wisest thing to well, do. Well, we, we've all seen people buying houses with bitcoins in there and kind of the the popular media story but as you can tell by this week it's not quite ready for prime time just yet um uh some people have done that it's kind of a publicity stunt but it's still in its infancy although one person did mention today or this week on cnbc about using blockchain technology for real estate titles which i think is that's probably the future of our business well uh, your your token is your house anyway As we wrap up, remember, if you want, we have a 150-step guide to selling your home faster and for more money. Send me an email, bob at wesellouisville.com. It's free and no obligation. Just put selling tips in the subject line, bob at wesellouisville.com. All right. Our thanks to Jennifer Bach, who is in for Randy Rocky at Swan Financial. Jennifer's at 649-7382. Kevin Disler, Pitt and Frank Attorneys. My buddy over there, you can reach Kevin anytime at 895-9900. My son, Greg, who does our photography, marketing, and so much more. And you can reach me, Bob Sekoler, anytime on my cell phone, 376-5483. Thank you, folks. We will see you next Sunday right here on News Radio 840 WHAS.